What is up, my lovely people? Welcome back to You Are Not Special, where I basically tell you that you're not special over and over and over again until you believe it. My name is Valkyrie, and today we're going to be talking about the big question, and that's going to mean a lot of different things for some people, so let's just kind of break that down a little bit. So the big question can be surrounding family, lifestyle, career, and range from things your grandparents ask you or maybe your partner. So things like, so when are you thinking about getting a boyfriend or when are you getting that promotion or how are you going to financially support yourself in the future? But I think the interesting thing about all of these questions is that they all revolve around one main question, the question that we're all thinking about a lot of the time, even if we don't really know we're thinking about it. And that's the question of what's next? That's a pretty general question, but let's try to dig deeper into it and figure out what that actually means. So I've been interviewing for a couple different podcasts and they always ask about what's next for me. And that could mean so many things. Um, I, you know, I have a company that I'm running right now and it's always talking about like, oh, like, so what's next for you in that company? And I will talk about that. And it's also what's next for you moving places. Um, a lot of people have been asking me, like, what happens after I move to Maine? And for those of you who don't know, um, my boyfriend and I are renting a little cottage in Bridgeton, Maine, which is like a little small town in pretty rural Maine, like a couple hours out of Portland. And um, we're like in this town just to really grind on all of our projects. And I honestly don't know what happens after Maine. And I don't really want to think about it, but I know that I probably should. And, um, I think a lot of the time I answer with the expectation of the future. I answer with, well, I hope I can sell my company and get it off the ground and move to New York and travel all these places and I'm training for another marathon so I hope that goes well and nothing nothing goes wrong physically or mentally uh, and all these things. But again, none of that is really guaranteed. What's next is a loaded question that I feel like relies on the first few steps forward and then a whole lot of imagination and kind of bullshit along the way. Um, and it's an interesting thing being asked that so many times and kind of delivering the same cut and paste answer, but not really like fully knowing what is going to happen. But then again, some of the things uh, that we talk about are really stable and there are some people that have really stable lives. Some people wake up knowing that for the next five years they're going to work 95% of the year have the same schedule, take their kids to school, and keep doing it over and over and over again. But when you ask them, it's still something that we struggle to grasp. The future, time, change, all of it melds into one until you don't really know the difference. What changes, what doesn't, it's this illusion of control that we seem to be fixated on, controlling our future, controlling our lives. And that's just such an interesting thing to me. I've always been pretty fascinated by the idea of time, and having that control and a little while ago I kind of like relinquished all of that control a few years ago and and a lot of it has just been really nice and and you know it like it ties into the idea of you're not special and the fact that you know things aren't changing because I expect them to things aren't changing because I'm entitled for them to change in my favor you know I'm very very lucky for things to be have to be worked out uh, as they have and you know the future is something that we can't really control that much um in the grand scheme of like randomness in the future um I talked a little bit about like my initial recordings um 
that I kind of did a series on a little while back, and you can check that out uh, in the link below. And I did those recordings, you know, I was taking walks, and I realized, oh, like, this is something I'm thinking about. Why don't I just talk it out and hear it? And when I recorded that series, it was more so, I know that I can talk through things and understand them more. Why don't I just talk through the things that are happening in my brain, and then maybe I'll make sense of them. Um, Because at that point, you know, I was 16, I... I had no idea what I was doing and no idea who I was or wanted who I wanted to be and I wasn't thinking about the future at that time um, I wasn't thinking about how I would use these recordings I wasn't thinking about the people I would share them with or how they would reach the public eye even if they would um, that was all pretty closed off to me I, I was pretty scared to show that part of myself to anyone to so much so that like when I was talking to myself on my phone, I was recording it, and someone would walk by, I would pause the recording and just, like, stop talking. And now I definitely don't do that. If I do walk and talk, um, you know, people don't, people don't care. People don't know if you're just, like, on your phone or whatever. But I was so self-conscious about, like, everyone's opinions and just being weird for talking to myself. Um, so if you're someone that does that, I'm telling you, you're not weird. Um, a lot of people do that, and it's helped me, so I hope it helps you. But the point of telling this is just, like, I was just thinking in the present moment with all of those recordings. Every once in a while, I'd think about where I'd be, but at that moment, I was thinking about what was happening in my brain and how I could fix it, and I didn't think ahead, which was only thinking pretty much week to week, and I had no structure. Um, so, you know, at, at that point, I was using these video diaries to keep track of my eating habits and my, my dieting, and I was thinking week to week in the sense of like, oh, if, it, if this, I don't see any kind of results from week to week, I will not continue and I'm going to start something else next week. Or it's this whole mentality of, oh, Monday we start again. And, you know, it's, it's an interesting thing to be going through as a teenager, especially when you have so much in your life that you're trying to juggle all at once. I mean, everyone that's in school right now can definitely sympathize with that. Um, but that begs the question, what does having structure really mean in terms of the big question? How much structure do you need for people to be satisfied with that answer, let alone for you to be satisfied? You know, you could ask me, what's for dinner tomorrow? And I'm pretty satisfied with the answer of, oh, I don't know, something with tofu in it. But when someone asks me, so what do you envision doing in the future? Where do you envision being uh, in, in six months, a year? I have no idea if they want the long answer or the short answer, the answer of a dreamer or the realistic one, the real raw truth, or they want me to embellish it. It's all a mixed up mess that I can't really distinguish a lot of the time. Now, this kind of thing is a problem for me a lot of the time because I structure my life in a way that makes sense to me. Um, you know, I'm, I'm someone that writes everything down. Obviously, I talk to myself and I keep that organized and I like making content in a way that makes me happy and, you know, I, I basically do everything in a structure that makes sense to me. But doing that for questions people ask may not always be the same. I have to learn how to how people think, learn how to connect on a level that makes sense and I've had to learn that for a long time and that hasn't stopped. And, you know, in a way, I, I really do like the fact that it hasn't stopped. I like the fact that every time I talk to someone, I'm learning how to be a better human. I'm learning how to talk to people, how to socialize, 
you know, I, I kept myself pretty closed off, even though I was, I was out there, I, I was talking to people, but it, it was never to the point where I would ever want to have another conversation with them, or, or felt inspired or excited about having a conversation with anyone, and it, it was definitely a, a dark period in terms of, like, my social life, <laughs> um, and so, you know, we, we don't really know what that structure means, um, the big question is something that I feel like a lot of people don't have any idea how to answer, and that's fine, you know, um, I don't know how to answer it a lot of the time, um, but that structure, like, people are looking for a certain structure, and to be able to give it in that way is something that I haven't really nailed all, all that much, um, in terms of, like, if anyone asks me, you know, like, oh, so, like, what's next, um, I typically answer, oh, like, uh, you know, we're doing testing for, uh, my company right now, and we're gonna keep going along with that, but, we also have, uh, you know, like, some other projects in the works. I'm trying to write a book. Uh, I'll be on the East Coast. I'm living with my boyfriend in Maine for a little while, and uh, we'll see how everything goes from there, but hopefully we'll be able to roll this out in two or three years, and, and that'll be that. And that's my answer. That's, that's my typical answer that I answer to um, pretty much everyone in an interview or asking in my personal life, you know, unless it's more specific, um, which a lot of the time it's not. Um, and so that's my answer, but I think about how I act, uh, I act and operate in the sense of, like, optimistic realism, and most of the time, uh, being nihilistic about the world, uh, has worked out for me so far, and it's an interesting thing when someone asks about, like, oh, what's next, and I think about the fact that I won't, I might not talk to them again, or I might not really like, think about this question again until someone else asks me. It's almost like I have this script that I'm reading from in my brain. And I recently did a, a podcast where someone asked me that question, and afterwards I was just like, oh, like, am I satisfied with that answer? Am I satisfied with the way that I approached that question? Like, am I, and I, and I said it exactly like I said it to you, what I would answer. Um, and I think about it and I'm like, does that seem like me? Does that seem like something that I would realistically think all the time? Is this something that I need to realistically think about all the time? You know, I, I expect, I, I guess we should talk about like what I would expect from other people when I ask a question similar to that. And, you know, like if I ask someone, you know, oh, like what's for dinner tonight? I'm someone that wants something pretty specific so I can look forward to or try to avoid that option, you know, like, like, I'm not trying to eat squid for, for dinner, and that's fine for people to do, I just, I cannot do it, you know, but it's like, when I ask someone, oh, like, so what's going on after that, I don't know if I've ever been, like, truly dissatisfied with an answer. Which, like, what does that mean for the implications of this question? Like, why are we asking something so open-ended? Is it because internally we don't know what's going to happen in our future? Or are we just curious on how the other person answers? Uh, like, I think now about, like, how I should probably be more conscious of the way that I ask that question. I honestly have no clue. Uh, I think, like, the human language is fascinating. And to have an open-ended question be so... 
uh, I guess you can basically answer that question any way you want. Um, it's it's definitely just very interesting to, to think about. And I don't know, like internally, I don't know what's going to happen in my future. Uh, I can hope and I can dream and I can tell people that this is what I hope is going to happen. But does it really matter until it happens? I don't know, you know, and, and that's just kind of some food for thought surrounding the question. And I kind of wanted to end off with the fact that your explanation is your own. It doesn't really matter um, what the implications of this question are or why it's so open-ended. It doesn't really matter why everyone asks it as open-ended as it is. I think I bring up those questions just more to ask myself and more to ask my viewers of, oh, like, if we're obviously asking questions to learn more, why do we ask something open-ended in the fact that we don't know what we're really going to get at the end of the day? Like, if I ask you a question about what you had for dinner last night, you're going to tell me a pretty point-blank, this is what I had for dinner. But if I ask you to tell me about what you want for your future, it's going to be a jumbled mess. It'd be different if I asked you, if I asked you, like, oh, um, what do you envision yourself, um, or maybe, maybe not something like that, like, like, where do you think you'll be, uh, at the end of this week? And a lot of the time, people can answer that point blank, like, people can answer, like, oh, yeah, um, you know, I'll be in Vegas, or I'll be in LA, or I'll be starting a new job, and whatever, and, you know, all of that is pretty individual, but it's also just a cut crease, kind of, that's the answer, um, and I feel like maybe I should ask more questions like that, less open-ended questions. I, I like to be specific, and I don't know why I don't ask more specific questions like that. Obviously, I do if it's something that I'm technically very interested in or if it's someone that I really care about but if it's someone I'm getting to know and and they tell me something crazy and I'm like oh like what's next I feel like it should be something that either I'm prepared to ask more questions on or I ask more specifically right off the bat to get really uh, to get what I want and again that doesn't mean I'm ever I've ever been dissatisfied with anyone's answers towards that question like, it's not like I'm judging someone based off of their answer when I ask them something like along the lines of what's next. Uh, that, that's just more of me trying to make the conscious decision to ask questions more meaningfully and make sure that I'm saying everything how I want to say it. And, you know, there, there's a lot of food for thought, you know, surrounding this question. And, um, yeah, you know, like, your explanation is your own and the future is yours to conquer, and no matter what your answer is right now or what you'd like the future to be, you have the power to make it that so. And, you know, what's next? It's it's up to you to find out and make it your mission to do so. I feel like once I started realizing that, oh, like, this is all me. Like, this is all something that I have to do for myself. Things came a lot easier. Uh, there's this whole story of this guy who was, you know, came from a privileged family, uh, maybe he came from royalty. I don't even remember the full story at this point, but he came from royalty and believed that everything was just happening to him because the world was out to get him and he never took the blame for everything. Um, and he just ended up being sad and alone and without a job or money or anything. And then he made this choice to say that every bad thing that happened to him was a result of him and no one else. And quickly, he became well-liked, he became respected, he became very successful, 
and you know that's that's just something that like a story that I remember where we can make it our mission to do good things we can make it our mission to make the future something that we would want to live in whether that be with climate tech whether that be with just like your family or where you live or your job um, whatever it may be uh, and with that being said, my name is Valkyrie Holmes, and I hope you liked this episode. This was just a fun, rambly, kind of diary-esque thing that I'm getting used to it again, and that hopefully will help someone or make people think a little bit more about the th- questions they're asking or the things they're thinking about. And yeah, I mean, I, I love doing these, and it's great that people like listening at least <laughs> a little bit. And I realized I didn't do my traditional outro in the last episode, so thank you so much for watching, and you are not special, but you can be revolutionary if you put your mind to it. See ya!